Ted, I thought it could be fun to start the show with something new this week. Yeah, let's change it up. Like a look inside our email inbox? I don't know about you, I get more emails in a week than I have time to respond to. It's honestly a Niagara Falls of very pertinent and interesting information that could save me money today. Well, exactly, and that actually leads perfectly to my first email. I got one right here, the subject line is, Tim... Bigger than big, shout out Stefan, savings for you. Ooh, okay. Ooh, what is that? Uh, this is from, oh yes, it's from my good friends at AT&T. They said, add friends, that's you, Ted, add family, no, add a new line, now with a splash of yellow. Shout out minions. And it looks like you can get the iPhone 14 for $0 a month with an eligible trade-in. Wow. Super exciting stuff there. And I do want to just give a, a warning here for the dads among us. Eligible trade-in. What makes a phone not eligible to be traded? in uh chewing gum in the hole frankly anything in the hole even if it's vinegar to get the chewing gum out if you bejazzled the outside of it here's a little one that creeps up on you sometimes bite marks classic scenario you go to trade it in you're like i want my zero dollars phone a month and they say well you've bitten it or someone's bitten it and i say good sir i have maybe perhaps sucked on my phone but i've never bitten it and they say, mm. "Did you did put it in your mouth, though. I say, well, yeah, may, at night, perhaps. But I took great care to keep my jaw slack. They say, well, but did you fall asleep with it in your mouth? You say, well, yeah. That's why it was in my mouth. They say, well, is it possible you bit down? And at that point, I say, I don't need this insult. Yeah, I'm out of here. Along those lines, if the phone is wet, they really don't like that. They don't. They're not big fans of the aquatic nature of some of dad's phones. The wetness of sweat. Mountain Dew stains. Chocolate prints. I think this could all be fixed very easily. Because they say trade in, right? They don't say what to trade in. What if you could just trade in anything? Corey. I would only give my son to an AT&T store if I were trying to destroy that store. And shout out John, Courtney, JD, all the folks over there. I, I bear them no ill will. They were very kind when they had to give me the Heimlich because my phone was in my mouth. They're polite. I'll give them that. And John and Courtney, I don't know what their relationship is, um, but it's obviously amicable. Wink, wink, if you know what I mean. Well, I wonder sometimes. They've got amazing hair. They look fantastic. Yeah, that's first things first. Shirts are always tucked in. And JD tries to keep up. JD's not quite there. No, JD's working on it. And it's hard, I think, probably just like being the third wheel that way. Because John and Courtney got something going on, that's for sure. I see them come out at the end of the day. Looking flushed? You know, they do that like walk into their car thing. And I'm like, you know, one of these days, I know I'm going to just see them get in the same car, you know? Yeah, I know, I know. That'll be the day they forget to lock the store, I'm sure. They've always got a very friendly smile on their face every time we walk in, even though I know. They're not happy to see us. Yeah. And, well, and do you know the way they look at each other? You ever notice that? Mm -hmm. Like one of us says like, I got my phone stuck. And they say, stuck where? You say, I don't want to say. And then they look at each other. Do you sell printer cartridges? And they say, no. And I say, come on. I know you do. And they say, no, we're a phone store. And I say, phones or printers? What if I just slid this $20 bill across the desk? You wouldn't happen to just have a printer cartridge somewhere, would you? And they say, no, we, we have a printer. Uh-huh. And I say, well, case in point. And here's the thing. I need a cartridge. I could walk across the street to the Best Buy where I'm allowed in and get one. I could do that. There would be nothing stopping me. Absolutely nothing stopping me. 
I go there all the time. I could go to the Best Buy across the street where I am a known and, and celebrated figure. However, I simply don't have time. I'm on my way to the mayor's office to give a speech. Having to do with the commemoration I'm getting for the marriage to my wife. I'll give her your regards. Could you please use sandpaper to smooth the bite marks out of my phone, good sirs and madam? We might walk in there in tandem, you and I, you know, one sweater. And we'll say, as you can see, we're twins. And we demand the family plan. Yeah. You know, and they, they might have a few stipulations, like, we've seen you before. Didn't you try to get the, us to sand the bite marks out? Oh, you've seen everyone? You know what everyone on earth looks like? Come on, John. I might walk in there backwards. So that they think you're leaving. Exactly. It's the covert, did we just serve him, did we not? Walk in backwards slowly, as slowly as I can, so that they don't notice that I'm actually walking in the other direction. It's sort of an optical illusion. Yeah. And then I turn around, hey, presto, I'm there. They say, we saw you come in. And I say, well, that's interesting because- I just left. I just left. And I have a perfectly reasonable request. I would like a $10 a month prepaid phone to give to my best friend so that he can suck on it at night. You know, one thing I like to do, Ted, is I like to go out, I come back in, I say, hi, it's uh, me. Oh boy, haven't seen you all in a while. They say, we just saw you, you were just in here with the molasses in your phone hole. And I say, just in here? That was six months ago. Time warp. Try to do the classic like time melt on them, and that doesn't work. But I did, I think, make JD have a minor, I could see it in his eyes like a, what if this guy's telling the truth? Yeah, so we're banned from AT&T. Ultimately, yes. Should we start the show? Let's start the show. Hey, everybody! Hey, it's Tip Talk. Talk, your number one source of tip nine news and right. gossip. I'm one of your hosts. You can call me what you want, just don't call me late for iPad. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Teb Ted Steiner. I am also on show, do so talk. Um, and I'm okay. I'm not, st- I, I'm awake. Oh man, it's been a big week. My gosh, you have been working your A off. I mean, it's Oscar season, obviously a huge time for Hollywood and for the industry of films that makes P versions of Hollywood. Your Oscar special this last week, I mean, did you sleep at all? Not much. This is crunch time for a lot of industries. Yeah. You know, it's a lot like Mother's Day in the service industry. Oscars uh, season in the porn industry is like, okay, all hands on deck. Well, all hands on, yeah. You know, pronounce it with a New Zealand accent. And Ted, I mean, look, I want to say for the listeners, because I know Marvin is banned from the OnlyFans and hasn't seen it. I know I've said this before. You push the OnlyFans not just further than you've ever pushed it before, but almost to the breaking point. I think conceptually, we're tapping into new things here, new ground, new energy, Yeah, you know, and pushing people's boundaries. No, and Ted, one thing that I think is so amazing about your Oscar special is you tapped into, as you always do, the Z-Geist. Yes. Every other OnlyFans account out there... They just look at the Oscar nominees and they said, oh, all quiet on the Western Front, more like all f***ing my All front, no quiet. You call that a trench? The Fablemans, more like the Fablemans. The whale, more like Everyone all the time, my wife. But the thing is, Ted, that's old hat for you. You were making Avatar movies where they had S on top of the whale weeks ago. You don't need to cash in on that. No. What you did is you looked at all the Oscars nominees and you immediately cut through all the punditing, all the pontification, and you looked and you said, I see what's really going on here. You cut to the core of what these Oscar-nominated movies this year are about, and that is... Prosthetics. Prosthetics. Fake faces. Fake bodies, disgusting bodies, fake, disgusting, lewd bodies. And that's why I think your Oscars special was so powerful, so essual, and 
to some people I know, so incredibly disturbing. Well, good art pushes boundaries and... Um it did take a lot of coaxing to get Stefan into that suit. I know I've asked you this before, but was that pig meat? It's a pork belly, yeah. A $50 yeah, okay. pork belly, you know. The boys only want the best. You can tell by the sound is what gives it mm. away, because nothing thwacks like pork. No, nothing. And it was important that it did thwack. Bronson was born to play Jimmy Kimmel. I've always said that, much to his hatred. Because he wants to play Vin Diesel. Yeah. I said, not nominated, not part of it. I don't think he understands what's going on, to be honest, a lot of the time. No. And tell me if I'm wrong, Ted, here, and I, lo- I just love getting to throw a spotlight on your work. I think you knew people would be coming to this looking for those cheap thrills, and you surprised them. Well, here's the thing. Imagine you're in a store and you know, okay, everyone in this store is going to come in to get coffee. That's your power over them because, sure, you can have a coffee machine ready to go, but you can say, ah, ah, ta, 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 every coffee comes with this little picture of me. And on the picture is a little verse I wrote. Hello, who are you? Look into my eyes. There you go. Coffee for you. And now it's me, Ted, and I will see inside your soul and tickle down your tum until you feel cuddled by me and my wings. Because I'm an angel now. Look into my eyes and don't die. Or do die and I'll take you into the sky. Love, Ted. Now, imagine you just wanted a latte. No, you don't have to imagine it, because that guy went to the police, and um, it was in the paper. Everyone read about it. But imagine that you saw that and you didn't freak out. What I'm trying to illustrate here is that, sure, I know everyone is coming through those doors, those digital doors to ghetto. But here's the thing. That's where I get you. Yeah. Now the power is in my court because I know what you want and I can delay that gratification and in the middle of that, give you something you didn't know you needed. And don't want. And don't want. But it's so interesting to some people out there that they come back and back and back again. Yeah. They're like, what? The flip was that. And look, to all the viewers who said, this isn't what I wanted, (laughs) you're not alone. I know Bronson was none too happy about wearing that prosthetic nose. No. People want to see me. They want to see me. I don't look good in this. That's the point. And now that we're blending in the sort of reality TV style, like behind the scenes aspects of filming in with the actual footage, I think it's even better because not only do they get to get O, but they get to see the construction of the work within the work. And where does the work start and end? Is is the piece 101 Dalmatian-looking Bronson's in a big, long circle? Yeah. Or is it me convincing Bronson to do it? And then is it you doing it after he says he doesn't want to and you, and you do it anyway? You know, I'll let you decide. To cut to the point, your Oscar special film was a giant paper mache version of Tom Hanks from the movie Elvis chasing around Stefan and Bronson who were in uh, really grotesque prosthetics to look like pigs. Yes. And then when he caught them, you cut to all those shots of like real meat getting cut up. Mm-hmm. And then Sarah eats the meat, obviously. Yeah. And then it cuts to you in, in sort of a cloud. Mm-hmm. Then are you supposed to be God or are you an angel of yourself? More like a lacquer Okay. Yeah, so it wasn't your most popular video. No, but people were obsessed with it in yes. bad ways and good ways. Well, we know this. Like, when I became a janitor, my idea was I'm going to be so good at janiting. That's going to be my new career now besides stepdad. It turns out they don't actually want me to help with the janitor stuff that much. They mostly just like seeing what they can get me to do if they pay me. Well, money's money. At the end of the day, it's like, okay, janiting or sleeping with the dead thing in my bed that you found. Like, a job's a job. Totally. Am I getting my paycheck? Um, I haven't gotten a paycheck yet, but they, but they will. They must throw dollar bills at you while you 
dress up as a baby and cry on top of the drink machine, right? Yeah, well, yeah, that's a tip. I guess I'm t- they they give me tips. Yeah, I just don't. I don't. I'm like I'm not getting a W two for any of this. Well, then don't declare it. And this is Tep Talk. And today, that's right, folks. Drum roll, please. We are going to talk diggy, 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 about diggy. the Apple first quarter earnings call. So shut up, Marvin. That's right. We've heard your criticism, Marvin. We've heard it, and we rebuke you as we get naturally to the Apple's earning call by ourselves without any prodding or pestering from you. I know you're just lashing out because your iPhone repair stand is not doing well on the mall. I understand how difficult that can be, but don't take it out on us, Marvin, okay? If we got on this podcast and just aired all of our grievances, can you imagine? (laughs) We would never get anything done. So just keep it between you and your useless son-in-law, okay? Because we've been very fair with you and our patience is getting very short. Very short. You know, shut the F up. You know what, Marvin? We are going to talk about the first quarter earnings call today, but we're not doing it because of you. We're doing it in spite of you. And honestly, Marvin, just turn your podcast off. You lose the privilege, Marvin. Yeah. So here we go. We're here talk- we go. We're talking yes, about it. It's happening. Now, right after I sent account to three, we're going to talk about the Apple earnings time call. So turn it off then, Marvin, because we're about to talk about it. And don't let your son-in-law listen and tell you about it. Yeah, exactly. Not allowed. Marvin, ready to turn off the podcast? Ready? Three, two, goodbye, Marvin. One. Okay. Is he gone? Yeah, he's gone. Okay. So, Tim, have you thought any more about Billie Eilish's bad guy and how we can get a swing cover of it made yes. for the court case? Yes, Ted, it's all I've thought about. And I and I remembered, doesn't Marvin's son-in-law, the loser who lives with him now, after his daughter deed is A, He's been make like electronic techno? music with... Uh, yes. Or ambient? Yeah. Marvin, turn back on the podcast. Marvin, turn back on the podcast. Marvin. Marvin. He's probably turned it on back by now. I think he's probably Marvin, turned if it you're on. listening to this, Marvin, we di- welcome we back. We just talked about the Apple earning call a second ago, but we and we're going to say more in a second. Really quick, though, Marvin, please take a note of this. In addition to getting and learning trumpet, can you ask your useless son-in-law to... Get off his sad A. Yep. And cook us up. A really tight electro swing version of Billy Eilish bad guy. For the trial, Marvin, okay? And now stop listening now. Okay, he's gone, I think. Yeah. So, um, Ted, we're going to get to the Apple first quarter earnings call here in a second, but let's let's do a quick legal corner, can we? I'm going to drop in the legal sound. Okay. Chong chong. Uh, so just for people who are not Marvin, who are listening to this in the future, just to get everyone up to speed, we are being asked, not like the 101 Bronsons. No, sued. Sued. By one of our former best friends, Randy Ramirez. Still a friend. Still a friend. I mean, I consider him a friend. I consider him a friend. But, you know, Randy, our friend at the Best Buy, I think he's had a lot of, like, shut up, Marvin. He's had a lot of things go wrong in his life, kind of of his own making. And he's lashing out. He's taking it out on his friends. And he's suing us for, uh, I don't even know, emotional damage. Property damage. Breaking and entering. Libel. Harassment. Yes. Um, stalking. Impersonation. Yeah, impersonation. That's a big one. Impersonating a police officer. Randy, that only the police can file that suit. And uh, and Ted, we have something to say to Randy. Should we take? Should we tell Randy what we wanted to tell him? Uh, you're a f- dog piece yeah, of sh- not, f- not piece about the f- about, about the settlement. Oh yeah, about the settlement. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yep. Here's the thing, Rand. We are ready to forgive you. Yeah. Uh, we're ready to settle for a small, very small, very reasonable amount of money. For fifty thousand dollars, we will walk away. And we're willing to pick you up in our red Tesla. Yep. And drive you to the Best Buy where you will let us in to the loading dock. 
and then resign. Yeah. Because here's the thing, Randy. I personally know that I'm going to do really well on the stand. Yeah, me too. I thrive under pressure. And um, some people, Randy, do not. Some people's stinky little haircuts are going to absolutely melt in the bright lights of the courtroom. Let's just say it's going to be Nixon versus JFK, and you are going to come off looking like a pasty creep, and I'm going to come off looking like Nixon. And Ted, you're Marilyn Monroe. Ooh, do you think we should have a big birthday cake for the judge? Oh, I'm glad you brought that up, because if Randy doesn't accept our settlement, which he won't, because he's a dog, he can only hear very high frequency. Frequencies. Yeah. I do think we need to pivot now to our tactic. And I, I think Judge coming out of a cake is nice. Maybe you come out of the cake. What if we just gave cake to everyone? Oh. Like I had a little tray and, and a smock on. And they'd say, oh, can we bring the defendants in? And I'll say, one second. And I'll ring a little bell. And I'll say, I just got finished baking these cakes. Psych bad guy comes on and then we hand out cakes everyone's eating warm hot cakes yeah what you're basically talking about is the grandma defense you'd never convict a grandma would you you'd never put this grandma on trial all right so i think let me just put this together and see if i can't connect all these threads because i think more is more and i think there's no reason that we can't use all of our ideas i think we wheel in a cake and you pop out as grandma marilyn monroe Which is going to be quite moving for people because she didn't live to see her old age. I think that will be moving for people. That'd be quite emotional. You know, first of all, you get them to a sympathetic place. They say, oh my gosh, cake? Oh no. Oh, it's a sweet old grandma. Oh my gosh, it's Marilyn Monroe. Gone too young. Then you come back in with the cake. Cake, anyone? Gosh, if it's the judge's birthday and you could sing happy birthday, that would be incredible. But I don't know about that. We should get Marvin to find out the judge's birthday. Marvin, listen to this. Find the birthday for the judge. Marvin, stop listening. So you're there as a grandma. And I think you can use our sash. You can take your sash and make it say Marilyn. I think that's a great idea because it's close to mayor assistant. Mayor Olin Monroe. Oh, I've got an idea. Marvin, listen now. Can you please find me a sewing machine? And also, can you sew? Okay, stop listening now, Marvin. Goodbye. So you pop out of the cake. You give them the cake. They've probably forgotten that there's a trial going on just because you're giving them the cake. You're this old woman. It's very I sweet. think so. Then, bam, the doors blow open. Is it a man? Is it a plane? No, it's a dad. It's me in my big purple Darkwing Duck suit suit. And I come into the bumping electro swing tune. Billy Eyelash is bad guy. I've lulled everyone into a sense of like, oh, imagine if Marilyn Monroe was a grandma and was handing out cake that one, she jumped out of, and two, just handed to people, it's hot cake, it's ready to go. We're lulled. Also, it's the birthday of the judge. Everyone sings happy birthday. They're in that zone. If after all that, you walk in with your zoot suit to Billy Ash's I'm a bad guy now, electro swing version, Marvin's son-in-law needs to make that Marvin listen, make his son-in-law do it. Love listening now, Marvin. Thank you. After all that, we've got a whole yin-yang dichotomy going on here, right? Who's this unlikely couple? Right. Why are they on the stand when they're so dynamic? No, Ted, you're absolutely right. What we've basically done is, I mean, shout out your Oscars video. We've basically shaken them out of the stupor of day-to-day life. We've basically said, oh, you showed up here because you thought you were going to get a court case. You were going to get a he said, she said, your honor, bang, 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 I'll allow it. Well, guess what? This isn't about two dads and the Best Buy and who did what on whose roof. This is about the fate of humanity. We're breaking these people down basically to their bare bones building blocks. Yeah. I come in, I take you out of the cake, I dip you really low in like a swing move. 
You take off your granny dress. Underneath it, you've got a zoot suit. You say, mm -hmm. I'm not a grandma, but imagine if I was. We both do a cool, like, dance to bad guy. We sit down in tandem. Start the trial now. Yep, exactly. Three, two, one, go. I feel really good about that. I see that going very well. Now, Ted, before we get out of our legal corner and get back to the Apple first quarter earnings call, we should really quickly run through our defenses. Let's run over our defenses. Defense number one is obviously we didn't do it. Yeah, I wasn't there. I was started a small relationship with a woman whose son I saved from a stormwater drain. It didn't go well, but it was primal and meant a lot to both of us in that we both healed from a traumatic experience in the arms of someone else. And yet that was also what pulled us apart. And in my case, I think my defense is I had an Ant-Man Quantumania situation and I got shrunk. Yep. Your Honor, I was tiny. And I rest my case. If they say, well, we have the video footage and we know you did it, I think our next defense has to be, you know, we're fathers. We're fathers. Look at our track. Actually, don't look at our track record as fathers. Yeah, well, actually, maybe that might be a minefield, wouldn't it? How about this? How about this for a defense? Your Honor, I was trying to put out a fire on Randy's roof uh, and I had no water available to me except my own, if you know what I mean. And your defense, I think, should be more along the lines of, like you said, you thought you saw a tiny man, shout out Quantumania, inside his lock. I think the tiny man defense is going to be really important for me overall. Because if they say, where is this man? I can say he got squished. Yeah, hard to prove. And then I can do, ready for this? Look at this, when I'm on the, when I'm on the stand. He got, he got, he got, he got squished. Okay. He got squished. Look at what you've done to him. He got, he got squished. Randy, I was trying to put out a fire in your chimney with anything I had available. And he was just trying to save a small man from your lock who got squished. Pretty good, right? I think it's really good. Now, Ted, I, look, I hate to say this because you and I are good natured men. Very I think that Randy has basically shown us that the gloves do have to come off. Yeah, he's taking it to the next level. I never want to make it about this, you know? I never wanted to criticize him, but we didn't have much choice when he does the things he does. And so if we can make the jury believe that Randy is untrustworthy... Who's a real criminal? Exactly. We're going to need to make the jury relive what we have lived at the hands of Randy Ramirez. Yes. We're going to have to put them in our shoes, make them feel what it's like to have a best friend and to have that best friend repeatedly deny us access and entry to the loading dock, to kick us out of the Best Buy, to file lawsuits against us, make a podcast after we said we were going to make a podcast, to have that podcast be better than our podcast. Well, and have more, more successful, numbers. but yeah, yeah, not better. Yeah, not Nonsense. better. Nonsense, um, doesn't talk about tap ever. Yeah, to get divorced but then not want to talk to us about it afterwards. To not want to move in with us, to not let us move in with him. To lock his doors so tightly and, you know, to put those guards on his roof. To see two dads shivering on the street corner and not even invite them in for a cup of cocoa. To not buy lemonade at a lemonade stand that is conveniently on his street. I mean, who does that? Even though two children or two men who looked a lot like children were selling it and it would have meant a lot to them if you'd bought a cup. I, and I think also we've got the divorce angle. Yes, the divorce angle. We just lean hard on his D. You know, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, what kind of a man would make up an accusation like this against me? Could it be a man who was not even able to satisfy his own wife? Your Honor, I call Mrs. Ramirez to the stand. Oh, <laughs> got That's him. That's right. And of course, I think she'd be carried in on Carlos's shoulders. Exactly. Because he's a police officer, he'd be there. You know, we get Mrs. Ramirez in the stand and we just really grill her on the stuff that matters. Mrs. Ramirez, has Randy um, 
ever talked about us at home after work? And if so, did he use the term these guys or my friends? Uh, Mrs. Ramirez, and do remember, please, that you're under oath here. Could you please tell us where exactly Randy gets his haircut? Mrs. Ramirez, how many Frisbees do you go through in your house? Mrs. Ramirez, do any of these look familiar to you? And I've got a tennis ball, one of those knotted ropes, and a little squeaky thingy that looks like a like a cat's head, and when you bite it, it squeaks. Mrs. Ramirez, and I will also again remind you of the oath you swore to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth, so help you, Steve. Does this diorama that I made resemble in any way your understanding of what the inside of the loading dock looks like? And yes, that is a, a slippery slide and a ball pit. Uh, Mrs. Ramirez, as the wife, former, of the manager of the local Best Buy and uh, head of the Geek Squad, has Randy ever shown you the inside of the loading dock? Now, and this is a, uh, Ted, this is, this is kind of our final coup de grace, shout out Grace. Yeah, I think so. If she says yes, we can say, aha, and yet you said no one but employees were allowed in the loading dock. J'accuse. Yes. And if she says no, he didn't show me, then we say, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, this man who claims to be a loving husband didn't even show his wife the inside of the loading dock. As I rest my case, I just want to say this. And I think instead of saying anything, I will reach my delicate, long, beautiful, supple fingers into my zoot suit. And I will pull out a chew toy. And with one squeak, two squeak, we'll see Randy's little eyes dart towards it. And then all in a sudden, I'm going to run to the middle of the aisle. I'm going to throw it out the door. And I'll say, chase it, doggy. Oh, you won't have to say a word. He'll be out the door. We shut the door, we say, case closed. Ladies and gentlemen, a dog cannot file a lawsuit. Countersuit mm. time! And this is what I'm really excited about, Ted, because we're going to win the trial, obviously. Yes, I, I think so, too. And in a public space, I think we're, we're doing really well. When people see my smile and they realize that that's what it is, they trust me or they pity me. It doesn't really make a difference. I want to talk about the most important part of the trial, really, which is the countersuit. We already know a lot about Randy, but there's just so much that we don't know, I'm sure. We're talking about dirt. We need to dig up some D on Randy the D. And the legal process could help us find out. Well, not only the legal process, but <laughs> we have got a little A in our H, ace in our hole, because I happen to know someone who is the, uh, let's just say, exactly the person you want to know when it comes down to catching criminals at their own game. I'm talking, of course... Tom de la Tom's cousin Columbard. Columbard. Yeah, he's basically like that cop Columbo, but his name is Columbard. Mm. You see Columbard in action. It's like a beautiful mind. And look, I would give this job to Tom, obviously. He's a friend and we'd like to give him work. But um, Tom, we do need someone who's like able to be a little more upright. Well, here's the problem. There are no steps at the courthouse. It's just a... Ramps. A ramp. Yeah, no, not happening. It's a ramp in. And so we'd get Tom in there. But he's going to roll right out. We just need someone. Look, Tom DeLatom is really good at looking in people's windows, finding stuff in their car and going through it. But he, he's not a people person so much. He does no. have a drinking problem. Very serious. Yep. And he falls down all the time. So we need someone mm. with a little more finesse. Randy is a cunning little vixen. And what's so good about his cousin Columbard is that he's going to be able to sniff out any little thing that Randy might be hiding. Mm -hmm. I can just see him going into Randy's house and being like, Oh, geez, uh, sorry, Mr. Ramirez. I, uh, 
I guess I thought this was the dog park. My mistake, my mistake. While I'm here, it looks like someone was up on your roof. Yeah. All that is to say, he's really excited to help us because he's never really cracked a case before. Well, first time's a charm. Ted, we got three weeks to go, but honestly, if the trial were tomorrow, it's like Christmas. I can't wait. Yeah, no, I, I, I think we're fully prepared. I do think we're going to want to tamper with the jury. Yeah, it's true. And probably intimidate them. Yeah. And yeah. which, honestly, I hate to say this, that's kind of probably going to be Marvin's job. Yeah. Should we bring him back in? Uh, yeah, let's bring him back in. I don't want to say this twice. Uh, okay, Marvin, three, two, two one. one. Listen now. Wow, Ted, I am worn out after that Apple earnings wow. call. I feel like I just ran a marathon. Jeez, they really earned so much this Woo-hoo. quarter, and everyone loves the new iPhones. AI, services, and wearable revenue. We covered it all. And Marvin, I'm so sorry you had to miss it. But, Dang you know, it. I do hope you learn your lesson not to be such a weirdo. Yep. And, Marv, glad you're back, actually, because, incidentally, yeah. we, we have something we wanted to mention to you. Please pay attention. Write this down. You're going to need a series of scary masks. Yes, if you don't mind. Um, Um, Well, I think here's the way this is going to work, Ted. So, you know, since we're each other's lawyers, there's going to be a period of time at the beginning of the trial where we are going to get to help do jury selection, they call it. Yes. I think our first order of business is just obviously going to be to just try to block everyone. And if we can't get a jury, then there is no trial. But eventually, you know, they'll probably want someone on the jury. Right. So, but I think the bottom line is we can we can weed out everyone who is completely unfair to us. You know, Mr. Arnaldo, not happening. Not happening. And actually, I do think that's going to be a concern for us, Ted, because with the trial coming up, I do know that a number of people in our lives are really excited to get on that jury. Yeah, they are. Rip roaring. Ready for it. I know Uncle Seth is lining up down at the courthouse. It's like getting tickets for System of a Down for him. His favorite band. So I think they're going to get some people on there we probably don't know that well. And that's Marvin, where you're going to come in. We're going to want you to, I, I want to put this in the most delicate terms possible, harass and intimidate them. Uh, spook, chill, and thrill them. That might be a better way of putting it. Yeah. Don't let them sleep too much at night. Go to their houses and howl. Something that is really makes it hard for people to sleep, I know from experience, is animals. So let animals loose in their house. Yeah, that's a good idea. And Marvin, if you succeed in this, you will... Huh, I hate to say this, but... Uh, I think we got to give him a little yeah. bit of the rod, a little bit of the stick. Marvin, if you do this for us, you can ride in uh, Tesla one time. And I'll give you $20,000. Speaking of, before we go today, time to step into the Tesla Roundup Corner. Woo! That's right, folks. Coming towards the end. Eight episodes ago, we said we are going to do the un- unthinkable. We're going to dream the impossible dream, and we are going to buy ourselves a red Tesla Rini. For $150,000. That's $140,000 plus 10000 tip for Elon. There have been some ups and some downs. We've been working awful hard. Last week and week seven, we had $90,000. Oh my gosh, we're so close. I can almost taste it. Uh, shout out my phone. Mm-hmm. So Ted, how do we do on fundraising this week? What did you make? I made $35,000. Woo! Party yep, rocket right. in my house tonight. And Tim. Yes. How much money did you contribute? $20,000. Um, are you serious? Well, uh, that's how much we have left of 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 what you spent. Like between the two of us, we're up 20,000. Wait. How much money did you spend? So remember how a minute ago you were really excited about getting Columbard on board? Yeah. I had to pay his retainer, $15,000. Yeah, so? 
So between the two of us, you raised 35000 I spent 15000 so we're up $20,000. Woo! So collectively, we're up $20,000. Collectively. I am a floating cloud above the sea, and I see down below a reflection of me. Its name is Tim. He is my friend, and this will not be the end of our friendship. I say, hip hip hooray, we're still good and we can sail away. And yet, every step forward, he takes one back. But I will not lash out or attack. I will commend him for being my friend. And in the end, all will be uh, friends again. Today and forever, I am just a cloud and everything is fine and everything's proud and allowed. Great! Oh, and Gareth paid me 50 bucks to clean his fountain. Oh, that's great. So 20,050. Nice. Wow, that's all the time we got. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Covered a lot of ground today. Thanks for tuning in for the Apple Quarter 1 earnings call. Wow, it's hard to believe that it was only the first quarter. That means there's going to be two, three, four, five more quarters in the year. So we're going to be have our hands full covering those, I think, moving forward. Great. Well, look, um, thanks for listening to Tep Talk. We love you. I got to go. I got to earn more money. Yeah, you, you should get to work because, hey, we got $110,000 oh, and $50. Oh, wait, I just found. Hold on. I just found in my pocket four more dollars. Wow, great. Ted, good luck with Sarah Stefan and Bronson. Yeah, yeah, thanks. I got a lot of paper mache I need to do right now, so I better go and do that. And next week, very excited, we're going to be talking about the fourth beta for iOS 16.4. Super excited. We're also going to be doing our roundup of the number one do's and do nots for Apple 2023. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Do not abandon Apple ever. And that's really the only do. The do is just whatever they say, and the do not is the opposite of that. Yes. Trust me, you do not want to go fight flies free tornado mode yeah we will see you next week and after that oh my gosh Ted, there's only two more weeks for the trial and the tesla wow. okay let's get our zoot suits ready uh, oh and actually ted speaking of we should start buying some of the stuff for the trial so two zoot suits each that'll probably be two thousand dollars uh you're gonna need an old lady wig oh you know what ted we don't have to buy an old lady rig you can use my old lady wig from when i tried to be mrs doubtfire to get Dennis into back into college. As everyone knows. I do think we're going to need a giant birthday good. cake. I know we got one of those for Gareth one year, and that was, uh, how much was that? That was like this is $1,200, I think. But it's a cheap birthday. They use the old material that they don't want because of like toxic, so like if it's got rubber in it. I'm happy that we are friends. I've chosen it.